0: This is the Dairy Brothers Tribecast, a podcast
1: for diehard Cleveland Indians fans, presented to you by WaitingForNextYear.com. Now, here are the hosts, Matt and Todd Dairy. Spring training rolling on. It is a Dairy Brothers Tribecast for you here on this Monday, March the 8th. Matt and Todd with you, brought to you by our friends at WaitingForNextYear.com. That's where you find the podcast. Of course, our host, and our sponsors, the Center for Advanced Dentistry, Doctor Ben Hornstein, and Breaking T T-shirts at BreakingT.com/slash dairy. Todd, a lot to discuss. What's going on, buddy? Uh, Indians in full swing in spring training. Lousy weekend, at least results wise. But uh, you know, there's always there's always uh, some fun and excitement uh, out there in Goodyear when it comes to this baseball team, both on and off the field.
0: Oh, like fun it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... On and off the field, you weren't kidding. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure we will get into the Jose Ramirez and Fran Reyes breaking of the COVID protocols, but most importantly, I think some of these jobs are going to take shape and have been taking shape, and some I'm excited about and some I'm not thrilled about, and uh, we can certainly get into that and dissect that in today's episode.
1: You know, what I thought was really great about last week is when uh, team owner Paul Dolan came out and... And kind of mapped out the plan of attack for this season, and and talked to the fans, and oh, wait, that never happened. (laughs) Like what? Seriously, you know, last week there were people calling for the heads of Tito Antonetti, Chernoff, PR people, and just saying, "Wow, the Indians are in big trouble here. They they lied about the Mickey Calloway thing, And, and the story kind of went away." it's 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 a sad state of affairs in baseball when these stories just keep popping up and it's like ah this is just baseball this is happens this is just you know mostly white guys being white guys and taking their shirts off and sending sending interesting pictures to women uh, on websites and and it's almost like ah but you know it's just it's embarrassing for the sport and and the Indians got caught uh with a little bit of a lie and and said they're gonna address it and they're they're you know taking part in in the investigation by Major League Baseball but ownership has said nothing and and it's just it's a bad look all around in my opinion
0: who told you that they that this was going to go away and the Indians were going to slow play it and no one would get fired who told you that
1: yeah you said that for sure
0: i certainly did because everyone is in cover your ass mode antonetti was clearly caught lying everyone knows tito knew what was going on But all they had to do now was slow play it and say, MLB is investigating. We can't comment until then. You remember Tito came to the microphone. Whatever day the story broke, Tito came to the microphone and said, I know you guys have a lot of questions. I'd love to answer, but I can't right now. Now is not the right time. That was was Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. That was Tuesday. And then the next day, Antonetti came out and said to the media, you know, it's a, uh, I should have been the one that, that came out. I shouldn't have put Tito out there, but I did. But we, right now, MLB has an investigation going, and we're going to wait and see that process through. And, and I told you and the executive producer, Jeremy, that this was their play. They were going to slow play it and hope it goes away, and then the season will start, and everyone's going to forget about the story, and then it'll eventually something will happen. It'll be on a Friday news dump. No one's going to lose their jobs over this. I'll say this. If anybody should lose their job, in my opinion, it should be Tito because they have the built-in excuse of he has to retire for quote-unquote health reasons. Okay? That's the built-in excuse. And clearly he knew what was going on, and it's under his watch, and it's his team, and it's his coaching staff, so he knew, right? However, he's still Terry Francona and has the cachet that most managers in Major League Baseball don't. Do I think Chris Antonetti should have lost his job over this? He... Clearly got caught lying, but this is somebody who has been flawless from a character standpoint for 20 years of working in this organization and has built up, you know, a crazy amount of goodwill. Now, I'm not condoning his behavior in any way. I'm just saying, are we really going to fire him over this one mistake that he made? A lot of people have done a lot worse than he has and, and, and kept their jobs. Uh, and then there's a lot of people that have done a lot less and have been fired for it. You know, I don't want to get into a whole stupid cancel culture conversation because that's not what this is the podcast is for. But the long and the short of my point of this whole thing is the Indians are slow, slow playing this out so no one loses their jobs because – that front office and that coaching staff has been intact for so long and the Dolan family ownership has always been about stability. And that stability is going to, you know, you you lose Chris Antonetti and Terry Francona, you either need to keep them on or swipe, or wipe them all out. I personally think what's going to end up happening, and I've said this before, is in the next two years, the Dolans are going to sell and there's going to be a sweep and change throughout the organization. Um, and until that happens, I think they're going to, again, slow play this move and keep everybody in place.
1: It's just, it's sad because you're right. Everybody around baseball and people that know the game really respect the fact that the Indians from top to bottom are a pretty, pretty sound organization. People are loyal. People do a good job. You know, the tribe is going through right now a a, a transition and the roster looks a lot different. Yet, if you really look at things, from a big-picture standpoint, this team's got guys on the come. They've, they've, got, they've got some young kids coming that not many people know about, and they're going to have some money to spend down the road, like you said, if it's a new owner, whatever. And they're going to be in good shape. And it's not like this is a, a teardown rebuild or, a, or this you know 10-year rebuild that like, teams like the unnamed team in the division uh, try to coax their fan base using their own media and local writers into thinking that they're going to be something great. When they're not, they blow. Um, the Indians are not going to suck. The Indians are, are going to win games this year. They've got a good team. And and, and so they're kind of doing this on the fly, and they are kept in, keeping everybody intact. We've talked about it. Antonetti and Chernoff could have been in New York running the Mets. Both both turned that down. You know, Frank is still here. The guy's gone through everything health-wise. He could have hung it up. He could have gone somewhere else. But he's sticking around for a reason. But yeah. the fact that we're on March 8th, and we haven't heard from the owner about anything, Plan, uh, you know, <clears throat> the course of action for this team. Where are they going? Why is the payroll dip so much? What do you think about what's happened with the organization and the Callaway scandal? He should be addressing these things. And it's a poor job and a poor look on him. And it's a poor job and a poor look on the public relations staff as well, who uh, who obviously didn't handle this very well either. So, no, no um, you're right.
0: And, but you know what? We've talked about this before, and I think that they're afraid to put Dolan out there. They are. I think that whoever is advising him has told him to shut up. Don't go out there because every single time he has spoken in the last three, four, five years, something gets said whether it be the uh, uh, you know, know, everybody, the, the famous one everyone remembers is enjoy him but every time he seems to speak he says something controversial and it doesn't help things. So I think that's the reason why he hasn't said anything but Listen. Long and short of it is, and 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 one of uh, I had this conversation with a friend of mine. They asked me about Antonetti, Would he lose his job? Yeah, yeah. I said, Do you want to know something? If Chris Antonetti got let go, he could have any job he wants.
1: Next right. Year. Of course.
0: but of, of course, someone else is going to hire him because they're going to say he made one bad mistake, and he's had all this good. He, Twenty plus years of an incredible track record running that team, being well respected. Of course, he's going to get another job. So why would you let him go, knowing that he's just going to get another job in, in a year? So I don't know. I don't know. Like like like, like
1: like Jeff Johnson said in the distinguished gentleman, the people have spoken.
0: That's right. <clears throat> the name you know.
1: <laughs> change. It's time. the The people want change. Change for the future.
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> have you seen, by the way, did you watch Coming to America 2 yet?
0: I don't want to have a single conversation about Coming to America 2 because I want no spoilers. I have yet to see the trailer. I'm waiting to watch it fresh.
1: Really? Not the even see, You didn't even look producer. at the trailer? I won't watch it. The, me, the executive producer...
0: Jer- Jer- Jeremy, Jeremy, Adam, Adam, and I have had this plan to watch, and, and, and watch it. in the garage. So uh,
1: Jeez, that's wow. the plan.
0: We're gonna. We're waiting to watch it. I want no spoilers. The executive producers. You, you know his rule. No spoilers.
1: <laughs> what a big baby! What a big baby he is sometimes. Oh,
0: leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. No, I want no spoilers on this either.
1: But, but so you you can't watch the uh, the trailer. That would be a spoiler.
0: You know sometimes with these movies that they put the best jokes in the trailers and then it gets ruined for you. I don't even want, I want to be fresh. It's already been ruined. I've already one part of the plot's already been ruined for me, so I don't want anything else ruined. I see. I know. Call okay. me crazy.
1: Got it. Okay. Um, all right. So as far as the, the state of the team right now, uh, let's start with the news from last week, or I think it was yesterday, where Jose Ramirez and Franmil Reyes uh Apparently, Franmil got a haircut and met Jose out for dinner in an indoor restaurant out in Arizona, and so they're away from the team because they're saying they broke po- uh, COVID protocols last year. Uh, what Clevenger did and Pleissack did to me is ten times worse because it was during the middle of the season. They were on the road. The team had dedicated itself to basically ballpark hotel, ballpark hotel, ballpark, you know, condo apartment house, and that was it. Right
0: that was it yeah
1: this I, I'm not gonna sit here and go, oh my gosh I'm, I, I'm not gonna get that upset about this to be quite honest with you so I mean oh, I'm, they're, I'm they're, they're 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 more they're more morons for getting caught. I'll say that
0: well here there's a giant difference here well, two giant differences one like you said it's the one was the, a 60 game sprint regular season and number two, both of them lied about it when they were caught they were both they both lied. So that that that's the big difference. There uh, was it stupid? Of course, it was stupid. But again, I, I, much ado about nothing. And uh, you know, unfortunately for uh, you know all of America, two two of the states that believe COVID don't, doesn't exist anymore are Arizona and Florida, where spring training takes place. So yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not over. This thing's not over yet. <clears throat> unfortunately, and we wish it was, and that. Fans could be, you know, streamlining into into stadiums, and obviously uh, the Indians have put out there. And you got your tickets. You're all set?
0: Yes. So, uh, quick update. Uh, um, we talked about this last time on the pod, about what their plan was going to be. Basically, uh, they have given season ticket holders the option of opting in on a month-by-month basis. So, you can opt in to your season tickets. You could get a refund or... You can opt out and wait until May. If you opt out and wait till May, though, when the seat selection situation happened, which was I think last week, you fall to the bottom of the list. So it behooved me and my group to opt in, which we did. So because because the way it works is you get you 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 choose your seat because not you can't be in your own seats because they're blocking off so many you know, they're only allowing 10,000 fans in. So I basically opted in and then they did it by seniority. How long you've had your tickets. And I think by price value. So basically I had, I had an appointment time. I called in, I said, you know, they, they could see my account. I said, I want to be as close to my normal seats as I can, which is essentially I'm one section over. But what they told me was, so they gave me seats two and three, uh, there's nobody in seat one on the aisle and there's nobody in the entire row until seats nine and ten. There's nobody in the row in front of me and nobody in the row behind me.
1: How about so, that? That's great. I love it.
0: Yeah. See? And they're putting people all over the stadium, so it's not like it's just lower bowl. So yeah, so I, I think it's gonna be good. And and I'm in and as predicted here on this podcast by you, yes I will be going to opening the day.
1: <laughs> oh, there's a real there's a real stunner. <laughs> Of course. I will be there. Yes. Well, I, I like the fact that they that they communicated with you, that they went over it with you. It's it's smart. I mean, if you have these big facilities and it's outdoors and people have masks on or people are distanced, and people don't want to wear them, but they're distanced enough. Being outside, because let's let's be honest, people are eating outside at, at restaurants,
0: right, right outside. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I mean, it's uh, I don't know, you know. We, we we can do the best we can. We got to hope for the best, but I think getting fans back in the stands is a must. Um, what happened last year and the fact that MLB did pull off a season is pretty remarkable. And I do think that the players were affected by the fact that there was no crowd and it was like a sterile environment. Um, but now let's let's see how it goes. You know, I mean, you you can't pack the plate the the stands in Texas, can you? I mean, I know the the governor says up oh, we're 100 percent open and this thing's over, but. There's still protocols in Major League Baseball and, and certain venues, right?
0: I, I, You know what? To be honest, I haven't paid attention to anybody other than, than the Indians in terms of how many fans they're letting in. I mean, and I don't know if it's an MLB thing or if it's by – I think it's by the state. So if Texas wants to fill their state – you know, if, if Texas wants to fill their stadium, I think they can. I mean, look at when they played in the bowl game in the Cotton Bowl – or the NCAA, or the the college football playoff, they have like 30,000 fans in those stadiums.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll see where this thing goes. All right, so on the field, uh, there seems to be a growing uh, trend here amongst reporters, et cetera, that are covering this team that the, the hot name from the spring so far, and the guy that has made this tremendous leap and is going to play a lot and is going to start at shortstop, is Andres Jimenez uh, acquired in the Francisco Lindor trade. I told you the day of the trade. I didn't think Jimenez would be in the deal because I didn't think the Mets would give him up. And uh, he's been tremendous so far. And it sounds like they love him, and boom. I mean, Terry Pluto wrote it in his uh, Sunday or maybe it was Saturday Tribe notes that this is the starting shortstop, and I'm all for it. Sign me up. I mean, if this guy beat out Rosario in New York, he's going to beat out Rosario here. Play him.
0: Hey, was that the uh, Francisco Lindor trade, or was that the Frankie Lindor trade? I was just uh, the, just wanted to you check. You mean you mean Fra- uh, uh, Frank me? Yes. Uh, yeah. Sorry.
1: Uh, how what, how are his what, new shoes and his cool hair? Yeah.
0: So when when Terry Pluto wrote that column, I saw it Saturday morning, uh, and I read it, and there was a lot of good nuggets in that piece. Uh, I loved it because I'm with you. It, it and Tito said it in one of his. Uh, Times with the media over the last week, he really said catching the ball is just so important, and that was a real big signal of Jimenez is going to be the guy at short because as everything that we've known about Ahmed Rosario and read about him is that he is not near the defensive shortstop that Jimenez is. He also has more versatility. He's you know played a little bit of outfield with the Mets and it's and and we talked about this here on the pod was that maybe putting him as a super utility man, playing him in the outfield a little bit, playing him at short sometimes, playing him in third sometimes, whatever it might be might be the best thing for this team. And there's also still plenty of teams out there that could use a shortstop, you know, the Indians bought low on Ahmed Rosario. You know, he was still a, he was he was a top 10 prospect in baseball at one point. So he I mean, needs buy low. Maybe they look into rehab him a little bit, and, and you know he, he, he can still hit. You know, you know. I, I discount basically almost anything that happened last season during a sixty because usually, as you know, a lot of these guys who are slow starters, it takes sixty games to get into a groove, or forty games to get into a groove. Um, and you know, there was a sixty-game season last year, so you know, maybe Rosario finds that. I don't know, but the good news to me is that they are going to hope. I mean, it's from all. You know the, the way it sounds is that Jimenez will be the shortstop, which means that the service time manipulation will not be in play, which is a good look. And I'll tell you another reason that I think this is going to happen: Triple A baseball, my all minor league baseball, was pushed back a month. So. Someone like Jimenez, if you wanted to send him down and play Rosario for a month and have him play shortstop every day and stay fresh, can't stay fresh being it no. County, no. not playing games for no. a month. So you might as well have your best prospects up now. It doesn't make sense to keep them down for a month. It it just doesn't.
1: Well, so, be, well, best players. Let, let, let's let's, Todd, best let, let's, players, let's I
0: agree. It's not just here though. It's it's like the Mariners when the guy who made these comments who got fired was talking about uh, uh, um, Jared. Uh, Kelnick and talking about how oh yeah they're going to start him in Triple A so right right and, he, and, he's, ra- and he's and so- he's and
1: he's already raking in Arizona he's already having he a big spring him,
0: but
1: yes yes well I mean that's, that's the thing point. to me Andres Jimenez is not a prospect anymore he's a big league player he showed it last year in New York he's ready he may start slow that's possible but if like you said he catches the baseball he looks smooth he was he was good with New York last year he's twenty one I know he's young. But, you know, let's put the best players out there. I'm not saying Nolan Jones has to play. We're holding him down. It's the same thing with the Bobby Bradley thing that we can get into. Bobby Bradley, for a prospect, is an older prospect. But you know what? If he's going to be the big league first baseman and he's better than Jake Bowers and Bowers is out of options and Bradley isn't, you're right. Bobby going out of Lake County for a month before the Columbus season starts will only make it worse. If he's ready and he's the guy, let's put our best players out there. Let's do it. Hey,
0: Amen. And Bobby Bradley has graduated from AAA. Like, he has nothing left to prove there. I I know we like to joke and say Jake Bowers is your guy because you loved him. But I just, I don't, I know he can play the outfield also, but they have so many other outfielders. Bobby Bradley, when I saw him this spring so far in some of the clips, he looks totally chiseled he lost 35 pounds but he looks he still got the big power he's hit two bombs so far maybe you just say screw it you know what jake bowers we've been in this organization three years we know what you are now it's time to let bobby bradley fly let him actually sink or swim let's throw him in the deep end and see if he can handle it and if halfway through the year he sucks you want to send him down and you want to move Naylor to first base and Daniel Johnson's tearing it up in AAA and you can bring him up and play him in the outfield, then, then that's what you do. I'm done with Jake Bowers. To me, DFA him, it's, it's he's a waste. Give Bradley the first base job, let him sink or swim, and if he can't handle it, you always have the Naylor option in your back pocket.
1: That's a good point because Naylor is, of course, a, a, a first baseman by trade who also plays the outfield, and, and they're moving him to right field, it sounds like, and trying to get him to, to uh, you know, acclimate to that position, although his ankle's been a little bit wonky this spring. Um, I don't know, though, if this organization is ready to give up on Jake Bowers just yet. Um, I'm with you. Whoever wins the job wins the job, and to me, that's who I would put out there. Is there that big of a difference between these two guys right now? I mean, Bradley's hit two home runs already in spring games, uh, including one to dead center last week against the Cubs that was, you know, a fastball in, and, boy, he put his hands through it and and muscled it out of there. Uh, you know, Jake Bowers came over in a, in a pretty controversial trade of Yandi Diaz. So I think this organization wants to give Jake every opportunity, but – you're right, Todd. I mean, how good is this kid? He's been a he's been a big disappointment since he's been here. And there's been questions about his work ethic, which is never never good. But he's also not he's also not 27 like Zimmer, he's 24. That's true, and you don't want to give up on someone who's 24, and I
0: I understand that. But uh, you know, but you and I have talked about this before. Tampa Bay doesn't just give up prospects who they think are good. And that is one of the best organizations in baseball at churning out young talent and bringing the guys up and playing the right guys, if they dumped him, I just, you know, that to me, that that's, that's kind of telling this is his third year in the organization. I mean, at this point, you got to know, you know, you got to know one way or the other. And and the other thing is, and, and, and we've talked about this before also is last year when they had nobody in the outfield who could get on base to save their lives, they didn't even give him a look he didn't even get consideration to come up, and they tried everybody. So that's also very talent. I just personally would give Bobby Bradley. I don't want. I don't. What I don't want is Bobby Bradley doesn't make the team, or or makes the team. Let's say, and then they play him twice a week. Just let the guy play every day and see how it goes. Well, sometimes what, what, it works. Sometimes what, it doesn't.
1: What sp- the what spot would he? That. What spot would he have? Is the question. Bowers. No, if you, if you if you if you said Bobby Bradley, you're going to make the team, but Jake Bowers is going to start the year at first. Where Bobby Bradley? Where would he play? He wouldn't.
0: Well, I don't think. I, well, that's the thing. I don't. I don't think that Bradley. I, it's one or the other. I don't think there's room for both of them on the roster. I, I
1: still you know? think it's very early. I know Mandy Bell did a roster projection yesterday. I still think it's too early to say Bradley's definitely the guy. I, oh, I,
0: sure. It's it's only March 8th. I mean, we got you know opening day is what April.
1: April first, first.
0: Yeah, I was like, okay. There you go. Well, we we have plenty of time to see what happens.
1: Yeah, they're going to give this, but but you have to like what you've seen from Bobby Bradley so far, and he's do, he's doing what he does, which is hit bom- hit bombs. Now yeah. the question is, can he keep it up for the entire spring? And so far, Bowers hasn't wowed anybody with his at bats either, and neither is Bradley Zimmer, by the way.
0: I'm done with him too. I mean, he has options left, which is good. They can send him down. They don't have to DFA him, but. but... Bobby Bradley, I mean, I mean, uh, Bradley Zimmer is he's he's 28 years old. Like, if it would have happened for him by now, it would have happened. I, I you know, he's still striking out. I mean, I'm seeing the spring; it's like over two two Ks. It's like, you know, I mean, are we really gonna go through this again? Uh, I, there's they, they have enough outfielders where they can send him down. And again, if you're gonna have Andres Jimenez be your shortstop, that moves. Ahmed Rosario into a super utility role, which basically makes him the backup center fielder. And assuming Oscar, Oscar Mercado is going to be your center fielder, so then where do you even have room for him? I also think that Ben gamble has got a better shot of making the team than he does of Zimmer. So, oh knows?
1: yeah, no, I agree. And, and I got news for you. It was interesting seeing Mandy say that the utility guy is going to be Mike Lester Freeman, and not oh you, God. and not Yu Chang.
0: I. I, I Listen, God bless Andre Knott, okay? That's my guy. Friend of the pod. He's the best. And he loves trolling about Freeman. He loves Freeman. And I think Mike Freeman is a great guy, okay? He's done a nice job here. However, to give a 35-year-old utility man at bats at the expense of 25-year-old Yu Chang, who clearly should just be on this roster, It's, it's the same thing as Bobby Bradley, like Why, I mean, in terms of, this is the time to be giving your young guys the at-bats. The Indians are not the New York Yankees where, if you want to have Mike Freeman be your utility man, that's fine, okay? But because you're on the cusp and that's it, okay? If you want to have a veteran guy in that role, knows his role, fine. Give me the young guys. I don't need to see Mike Freeman who has no future. He's 35. We don't need him. He doesn't <laughs> need to be on this roster. U-Chang hit. It was good. He hit the two bombs in the one game, and he hit one. And I was like, oh, U-Chang went deep. And then back-to-back Freeman, Freeman one.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: And again, this has nothing to do with Mike Freeman, the man, or Mike Freeman, the player. He's fine. You just – we're at the point with this organization, play the kids. Well,
1: here, yeah, but play the kids. It's easy to say, and you and I say it, and everybody says it, and the guys from – you know, Indians' perspective on Twitter and Let's Go Tribe and all these people, they all say it. But the bottom line is Terry Francona is still the manager and has a say with the roster. He does. If he puts his fist down in a meeting with, you know, fist to the table in a a meeting with Cherninetti, he's going to win a couple. He's going to win a couple of those. So so let's say uh, Tito loses on Freeman. Let's say Tito loses on Freeman. And they say, Terry, we're, we're taking you, Chang North. Sorry, bro. It's not happening. Freeman's out. Tito might get pissed because Tito likes playing Freeman all over the diamond, you know, short, second, third, left field. So then Tito might win one on a reliever and Brian Shaw or Oliver Perez may make the team over somebody like Kyle Nelson or Trevor Steffen.
0: Yeah, by the way, Freeman's 33. I thought I don't I, when I said he was 35, I thought that seems old. He's 33, but that's again, he's still 33. Um I, I hear what you're saying there. But if you told me here's the here's the trade off. It's Mike Freeman and Trevor Stefan or Yu Chang and Brian Shaw. Who are you taking?
1: Say it again. You
0: get either here's your choice. Yeah. You can have Mike Freeman and Trevor Stefan, or you can have Yu Chang and Brian Shaw. Who are you taking? I mean, you get, you get, you get, you get one of those two pairs. I know what I'm taking. I just want to know what you're going to say.
1: I know, I know who Tito's taking.
0: He'd rather have Brian Shaw than Mike Freeman. I can tell you that. You think? Yes.
1: Uh, do I get another I option? Get, can I get like none of the? Can I vote for none of the above or something?
0: I know the executive producer Jeremy would rather have Mike Freeman than than Brian Shaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's king of the Shaw haters.
1: Well, there's a lot of, no, no, he is. There's a lot of uh, Shaw haters. Let's, I want to continue with this. Uh, speaking of uh, people that love Brian Shaw or hate Brian Shaw, regardless of how you feel about him, you got to get your teeth cleaned. And there's only one place to go.
0: You know where I'm going this week, actually, on Wednesday? I'm going to the Center for Advanced Dentistry, baby, Net. And Not only am I going to get to see the great. Dr. Ben Hornstein, America's greatest dentist, but I'm also going to see my new friend, Dr. Sean Schlessel, who is going to, uh, who, who's now part of the, uh, part of the CFAD Center for Advanced Dentistry family. So yeah, come see them on the East side. If you need a dentist, they're the best. Again, you love talking tribe, Cleveland sports, whatever it might be, getting your teeth clean, being put at ease. You got to check out the Center for Advanced Dentistry over there uh, uh, on Orange Place in Beachwood. Give them a call. to
1: talk, 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 talk some CSU basketball.
0: Uh, Also, you could talk University of Cincinnati basketball, even though they're having a bad season. But give them a call, 216-487-6449. You can check them out, again, at cfad.net. Uh, or on Twitter at CFAD I actually, you know what? They have another. They, they're they're so fantastic. I want you to go on their website and look at just how handsome Dr. Ben is. I mean,
1: whoa! You
0: find me a better looking dentist in, in America than Dr. Ben? That's, <laughs> that's all I'm going
1: to say. Uh, by the way, Breaking Tea T shirts the best when it comes to having your gear. You want Tribe stuff for the season? What are you going to wear Opening Day? Todd's always got the Breaking Tea Tribe shirts on. If you're a Cavs fan, yes, there's an NBA team in town. Jared Allen T-shirt is out for Ohio. It's a cool looking shirt. I like that. I they like got that. the adult T-shirt, the hoodie, and the youth T-shirt. Breaking T, the letter T.com com slash dairy d e r y. Anything you order, you put ten. Uh, you put the uh, uh, promo code in. I almost said promo code locked on. If you put the promo code in of TribeCast ten. You'll get 10% off your stuff. Browns gear, tribe gear, calves, sweatshirts, T-shirts, whatever you want. It's the best stuff at BreakingTea.com. Not sure yet about that uh, Frankie front flip shirt, and if it's on clearance yet, we'll have to check with our people at BreakingTea.com slash dairy. That's D-E-R-Y. Todd, you mentioned before about the bullpen as we uh, wrap this up today. Uh, Oliver Perez got lit up yesterday. Sam Henches got lit up the other day. Um... You know, it's 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 open season. I mean, to me, there's some locks, certainly. A closers, a good good discussion to have. Class A sounds like he wants it. check hasn't pitched well yet. Um, this is going to come down to the wire for a lot of spots and a lot of roles, that's for sure.
0: I agree. Uh, Terry Pluto mentioned Nick Whitgrin might be in the closing mix, which I don't like. Um, I prefer my closer to throw more than, you know, Low 90s But listen I'm a big Nick Wickard fan he's, he's done a nice job I just kind of Always liked him In the 7th and 8th I felt like in The last couple of years He really can be trusted To get those key outs If Chak is wild That's not the guy I want pitching in the ninth. Uh Class is Throwing triple digits And looking good And uh, You know I, I think obviously Those three guys And Uncle Phil Maton will, will, Are definitely Going to make the team And then you're going to have Adam Plutko As your long man now, it's going to come down to whether or not, again, this comes back to the old Brian Shaw. He gave up a couple runs the other day, including a two-run homer that I saw. I, I like Blake Parker, who's another guy who um, was a non-roster invitee, who's had some nice success in the majors. I, you know Kyle Nelson is very intriguing to me, um, young left-hander. Um, his story you know we've, we've talked about before. Um, you know, college teammate of Shane Bieber. I think you're going to get one guy in there, but I also think that you're going to have, whether it is Blake Parker or Shaw or Alva Perez is going to make it. And while they can groom the younger guys who have options. And if these guys, you know, you know, the, it seems like every year there's two or three guys that are constantly rotated in and out, you know, on that triple a shuttle. And I think that's kind of what they're probably going to be doing. Um, but I think Shaw and or Blake Parker are both going to make it, which doesn't make me happy. And if you ask me today who is going to be the closer on uh, April 1st, I'm going to go with Emmanuel class A. I, I think that Manny. Yeah. And then we can do say Manny every time he comes into each other on text. I can't wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this about it is that. Uh, The the issue that they have with the veterans that they've brought in—they're all non-roster guys. So, how many of these non-roster guys make it, and who gets bumped off the forty-man? Especially
0: because your boyfriend Mike Freeman is also a not a non-roster, non-40-man roster Mm -hmm. guy. So, you know, let's say hypothetically, you keep him and Shaw. and Blake Parker—that's three guys you got to take off the forty man, and that's not the easiest thing to do right
1: now. No, and I think it was T.J. Zuppi pointed out on the uh, uh, Selby's Godcast with Zachary Meisel that uh, you know you you, you got to then you got to put guys on the sixty-day DL or stash guys away on the on the injured list or whatever, just because you don't want to move guys off the forty man that, that you think in a couple years can help you. Or you know, there's so many of those types of guys like Mejia, the pitcher, and well, Hinchess, was- and guys like that.
0: You know, you bring up Mejia. That's a that's an interesting one for you. He's been on the forty man roster for three years. You never hear about him even sniffing the major league roster. Why is that,
1: JC? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. You're right. They've they've put. He's been on the roster
0: three three years. He's been on the forty man. Even even like he, his name never even comes up as intriguing guys that maybe you know maybe close this year you hear you hear plenty of other names before you hear him but he, he, they, he they must like him somehow if he's been on the forty man for this long.
1: What about Nick Sandlin? Let's talk about him. No, Kyle the Nelson. Ky- Kyle Nelson's pitched the best of all these guys so far. He's been good.
0: I think he's got a good shot. I do because you you have to have at least one left hander and if Albert Perez has been terrible. I'll- spring and, and, and ends up not looking good, then it's going to be Nelson.
1: I have no problem with the Indians bringing Ollie back. The fact that it was this late should tell you a little something maybe about what the other teams think of him, which is a little bit of a concern. Uh, you,
0: know he, you know what, though? He's a Scott Boris guy, so it's also possible that he was looking for a guaranteed major league deal and no one wanted to give it to him.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, we're still. It's still early in camp. It's still early with these spring games. It's good to have baseball back. They're playing games. They're playing every day. You're checking the scores. Some of the games are on TV. Um, so, you know, I mean, we're not going to see Jose in front mill for a little while. <laughs> but uh, let's see how this plays out.
0: I'm excited. I can't wait for real baseball to start again. I really can't. I mean, I'm, I'm starting to get psyched about it I got a fancy draft coming up at, in, in a few weeks and uh, you know I'm going full league unlike you NL only guy
1: that's right I got the third, I got the third pick coming up on March 27th uh, it was not a good year last year but I I, I, I I maneuvered the roster the way that I knew I was ready for this season so uh, you know how that goes I, as I was, long
0: as you don't take Frankie third uh, you'll be okay I forgot
1: no I have a I believe I have a no I don't have a shortstop back um because I, I brought Suarez back, no one cares. But uh, no, I will not be. I will not be <laughs> drafting him. I can't. I can't be drafting Francisco. I, I it's just. I can't. You get. Yeah, you understand. By the way,
0: yes, I'm with you. I will not be drafting him either. By the way, uh, Juan Carlos Mejia pitched a scoreless inning and struck out two yesterday in the nine four loss to Dave Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, buddy. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll do this again next week. Let's start doing weeklies.
0: Hey, you know me. I'm down. Mark me down.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, there he is, Todd Derry. Matt Derry, it is waiting for nextyear.com's presentation of the Derry Brothers Tribecast. Thanks to Ben Hornstein, Dr. Ben, and the Center for Advanced Dentistry, and our friends at Breaking Tea t-shirts. Go online, use that promo code Tribecast10, get 10% off. We'll talk to you again next week.
0: Coming up...